Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Rick Oglesby. Hey, hey, we're going to take you back to the past uh-huh. to listen mm-hmm. to the regular music mm-hmm. that we listen to. That we listen to and like. Um, it. You might even say we are on a new wave this week. Bro, we... That- Bro, we are Devo. Problem? <laughs> that's... If this album was made today, that's what <laughs> it would be. Uh, yeah, today we are talking about... what? what what's the exact We're talking title? about Are We Human or Are We Devo? Are We Human? We, we are Devo, It's bro. fucking Q... It's, it's the first QAnon media that has ever existed. QAnon. Okay, what is this album? Yeah, it's are, Q. Are we not men? A, we are Devo. We are Devo. And it's got um, the fucking Ever Dream This Man guy on the cover of the album. I, me looking at this, the cover of this uh, Devo album, it's like the fucking scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the museum. <laughs> it's just a big man on the Epcot ball and he looks fine. And he looks fine and he has a straw bucket hat and I don't know what expression. Yeah, for some reason it's more upsetting to me than the Mars Volta cover. I hate looking at it. Which with the like the head that's exploding, the nasty and, mustard man who's yelling. I don't like that. And then Lucky Luciana's in the background. That's the canon version. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Um, so this is this is a Patreon pick, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of QAnon? Are we humans or are we Devo? I thought it was a nice, fun little romp into the new wave category, which I'm unfamiliar with. Me too. It, it, I was expecting a lot of just kind of like weird synths. I thought it was going to be fucking Herbie Hancock Rocket the entire time. Uh, it was a lot more punk than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But well, this while is... Devo is known for its weird synth sound and can be classified as new wave, mm-hmm. many songs in this album had the influence that post that punk and post-punk had on their earlier work. I'm sure I, I know what post-punk is. Yeah, I think it's. I know it's Titus Andronicus, and that's it. Okay, so that's it's as far kind as of, I know about it. It was De- Devo, and then Titus Andronicus in like 2006. Yeah, <laughs> post punk is what you do when you have a Tumblr in 2011. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Um, so you like this one? Yeah, I did it's too. A, it's a tight, crunchy, like 37 minutes, so you can just pop in and out. It's it. It's very punk in that way. It is my my strict movie policy is that every movie should be ninety minutes long. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking every album should be like thirty five minutes. Yeah, they 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 got in. They said, "Hey, consumerism," and also mm-hmm. some weird words that we probably shouldn't say anymore. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, see you later. So if it's a prog album, you get like two or three songs, but you gotta fuck. Yeah, that's what Yes did, and it was fine. Exactly, perfected. Just make they, it one song, but make it 15 minutes and have intermissions in the middle of it, and we like it. They Six minutes of birds chirping, and then you get, you get it on vinyl. The fucking instrumental on this album is pretty good. I don't even remember what song it's in, but there's one, one song. We'll get to it, but it opens up is with it, like a two-minute like instrumental. Two minute, yeah. It's pretty sick. It's good. Um, let me just open up the Genius page for a question. Tell me what you think about Devo. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Question: My name a Devo. My name a Devo. Um, let's get started. A crisp eleven tracks on this one, mm-hmm. all coming in at. They're all under four minutes. Some of them are like two and a half minutes, which mwah, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the first song on here is Uncontrollable Urge. I was very excited when I heard this because it turns out I know a Devo song other than yeah. This was, this was this was. There's always one song that we get to in an album that I know I know from somewhere because I immediately know all the words and how many yes to say. Oh, first, sorry, I we should have gotten to this before. Well, well, kind of on the topic of knowing more Devo than you think. Mm-hmm. The singer is Mark Mothersbow or Mothersbow. I don't know mm-hmm. how to say it. Uh, did some research on this guy. He's done a lot of shit that I like. Yeah? Uh, well, he was the composer for uh, the cartoon show, which you may know as Rugrats. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Also, uh, Rocket Power. He, so, are you telling me he did all the cool sound effects for Rocket Power? I, at like, least, the, the like music. when Reggie grabs the camera and do, it does the cool like record skip, and when we are riders on a mission, action kids in play position, position to me. Rocket Power, that's our friend Mark. Thanks, Mark. Um, also involved with a lot of video games, such as the Crash Bandicoot series. Okay, so kind of a diverse diverse uh i'm in it too now he composed the score of regular show on cartoon network pretty good we we knew so much about devo and we didn't even know it yeah i love to find out that devo is my favorite band and not even by listening to the album oh the character design for chucky finster on rugrats was based on him (laughs) owned (laughs) owned wrecked yeah i can see it anyway that's he is also 69 years old right now so 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 our our first ever non-problematic person with problematic songs on the album it's kind of like as far as we know as far as we know a reverse situation of what we usually get Uh uh-huh um but uncontrollable urge it's yeah 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 yeah. so where do you know this from i just i just just know the song i was talk i was talking to kim about it the other day and i was like you know you know this song and she was like, what's it from? And I was like, I feel like it's in a lot of things. Yeah. Like commercials or movies or something. So my first exhibit A for where to find this song was in an American Express commercial, which I bet Devo in 1978 would have loved, loved they it. ended up doing. Um, that's funny because I looked it up on uh, Wikipedia and not only was uh, did I, because I was uh-huh. like, okay, Kim, you know this song. And she's like, I don't. I never heard the song in my life. Uh, it was featured in the, the Jim Carrey film Fun with Dick and Jane. So, uh, got Kim on that one. Can I hit you with another thing that it's in? Mm-hmm. Have you ever popped into MTV? I, I'm familiar with the network. I I can't find the remote, but I wish I was watching Tosh.0 right now. Mm-hmm. Was it on there? It was on Ridiculousness. Oh, uh, It okay. was the theme song for Ridiculousness. Okay, so that's probably where I know it from. Yeah, I'm thinking that might be where I... It's. I think it, it sounds a little different, like it might be a cover of it, but... Like uh-huh. Rob Deerdeck was probably in the garage hitting hitting it up, but uh-huh. yeah, I think I probably knew this from ridiculousness and maybe fun with Dick and Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this one's about fucking. Yeah, it's probably about fucking. That's his urge. That's uncontrollable. It's pretty good though. It's like that's Pep, as they say. It's Pep. Um, it, it, and then it was fun in one part. Like he's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um. I think someone in the background is just saying 999. Yep. But Genius is telling me it's actually the number 9 and not the German 9. Oh, they're not saying no. They're just saying... So it's not a kind of the Bart, the well, situation. Famous music heads of the 60s and 70s will tell you that famous band The Beatles did put the number 9 in their songs when they wanted to be scary or something. Okay. So it's probably not, a it's reference to that. the reverse of 6. Right? Yeah. 
Uh-huh, so you know so where it's like Paul McCartney's like no, but I no, but and then you play it backwards and it's like Paul I don't is dead. Miss any... him. He's dead. He's dead, know, isn't he? I don't know any Beatles song other than Octopus's Garden. So well, that's, that's the only that's, good one. That's most of what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um. Yeah. This is the song that everyone knows, even Kim. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Um. Speaking of a song that people know. Oh, I can't get no satisfaction. This one's uh, just sort of the one. It's a, the cover of the song, you know, called I Can't Get No Satisfaction. I, so, Steve Huey of All Music stated that this cover version reworks the original's alienation into a spastic freakout that's nearly unrecognizable. Don't know uh, about that one, Steve. I, I, no, I recognize it immediately by the title. So, first of all. <laughs> first of all, yeah, if they wanted to make it unrecognizable, they should have called it something else. You're wrong on that front. But um, called it riding in my car, and a man comes on the radio. It it is better than the other one. That's yeah, that's true of most Rolling Stones songs. Kind of. Um, if I like, I forget if we talked about this before, but like covers that are better than the original. Yeah. Like I've never heard the Bob Dylan all along. I was going to say any song that anybody covers that was by Bob Dylan. Probably. I've only ever heard the Jimi Hendrix version, which fucking rips. Yeah, like, if I ever heard the Bob Dylan version, I'd be like, get this shit out of here. I am the Bob Dylan liker, but I've got to tell you, you'd like the Hendrix version better. It's way better. Um, what if it was a guy that knew four chords and he sang like this the whole time? And wouldn't that be better? Said the Joker to the thief. Uh, does it sound like that? Uh-huh. Okay, well, learn a fucking solo. Get a get a fucking wah pedal, Bob Dylan. And the thing we'll about talk. Bob Dylan is he was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go electric, and it was a big controversy. But he didn't even learn any sweet, salty riffs. Yeah, Bob Bob Dylan didn't fucking invent tapping. So like, why even bother? I yeah, he's why. like, hey everybody, I'm gonna go electric <laughs> every <Wow>. day, <laughs> and it was like I, that's technically electric, yeah, but uh, kind of like. Um, I, the only Beatles song I know is Octopus's Garden. The only thing I know about Bob Dylan is basically people making fun of Bob Dylan's voice. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What's a Bob Dylan song? Uh, there's an, there's a 10 minute song about a boxer called Hurricane. Maybe you've listened to that one. Hurricane! Like that. I mean, you you know, like, like a Rolling Stone. I know. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about the Rolling Stones right now. Yeah, we're talking about, yeah, kind of fucked up that Bob Dylan would go and name a song. It's... My this is my hit song, like the Beatles. Like the Beatles. Um It's you know, he's got a the Mr. Tambourine Man. Uh-huh. Every song on Forrest Gump. Okay. Then now I'm beginning to remember why I hate that movie. Where he's, you know, he's the super Fred. Is when you can see the adult Jenny's ass mm-hmm. when she's playing. The other day, um Castaway, Tom Hank was on TV. And Kim was like, when we're done with Jim Carrey, we should do a Tom Hank podcast. And I was like, oh, we'll see. But mainly that was just me not wanting to watch Forrest Gump. Yeah. So. You would get to watch uh, Toy Story. We'd get to watch all seven Toy Stories. Yeah. We will actually talk about this album in a minute. But the last thing, <laughs> um, Toy Story 4 recently came out. I did hear that it came out yesterday. Yeah, And I saw Toy Story 3 in the theaters with Kim. Um, and I remember that because we went to Burger King first, and then when we got home afterwards, I threw up my Whopper. But we were talking about it recently, like, when did Toy Story 3 come out? Like, four years ago? Like, no, it was like nine years ago, dude. Yeah, it was like 2011, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was like when we just met. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, um, 
Let's talk about 2010. Fucked up. Exactly. Uh, Um, So in concert, Mark Mothersbaugh replaces these lyrics with, I can't get no satisfaction. mm -hmm. I can't get me no girl with suction. Okay. What's that one mean, Mark? Uh, I just, on the same genius page, um, where it says, the original lyrics are, and a man comes on to tell me how white my shirts could... I'm so glad you saw that one, too. It says how white my shirts could me, which I'm guessing is a typo on the Yeah, probably a typo. Genius. Uh, genius annotator, let's see who... Uh, Sands Point. What the <laughs> fuck? That's our next podcast, where I make you play Undertale again. In concert, Mark routinely replaces this lyric with, how wide my shits could be. Let's get Mark Mother's Bow on the pod. <laughs> I think it would fit in pretty well. Um, so if you know this, this song by the Rolling Stones, imagine if you were just saying, okay, got no, like that. Mm-hmm. And then that's this version of it. I'm no, just no, no, thinking, no. Of, it's just mm-hmm. how like comparatively back then, this is, I'm not a music student. I'm thinking that there was way less music back then. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound right? I don't know if it's right, mm-hmm. but now we have like SoundCloud. But like, I feel like back then everybody was listening to like three songs and they were like, great music. To be, like, very pedantic about it, there's probably, I mean, there probably is, like, more music now, because people have more access to it, but also it was, it's more accessible now. Right. So, like, there probably was some shitty guy in his There weren't just ten people with guitars, yeah. But in the, in, like, the, if you look at a song that came out in the 50s, it'll, that song will be covered, like, six times within five years. Right. (laughs) That's what, that's, like, what I, what I was thinking about, was, this came out, like, ten years after the original bad Rolling Stones version. And to, like, I feel like it would be like releasing a cover of Uptown Funk now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's not like some like Rolling Stones B-side that And like, it's not even that different to Uptown Funk. It, yeah. It's not like, oh, uh, you have, if you have ghosts. It's like, like hey, it's I'm like Jason Mraz deep- and here's my cover of Uptown Funk. I'm just- <laughs> Here's the lazy song by Bruno Mars. <laughs> now, um, it's it's better than the original. I'll say that. Yeah. Next up, we have praying hands. I like this one. You like this one because it's 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 what if God, but it's fucking. I mean, you really do got your left hand. Uh huh. And you got and your and right your hand. right hand, and then you you got to lap it, and you shake it all about. It's it's kind of like the funny hokey pokey thing. It is like as a lefty, I should point out, Kim left-handed Tom. person. Kim by Tom. hey, Kim, is Kim yeah. left-handed? Yeah, Kim's left-handed. Yep. Oh. It um, makes sense because we're both artistic. I one, I roasted you for saying you didn't know "Uncontrollable Urge" when it was in the famous film "Fun with Dick and Jane." Oh man. Um, I do remember you had an incident at school with the teacher. You why does with... everything have to be bad about me? It's right It's good. Now. It's a funny thing that happened. But... Who's an incident? Well, I meant a discussion. Okay. You want to tell it? I don't know what you're talking about. With the the teacher who, like, asked you to print something, or um, you both agreed on a common... Oh, with the banner? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a, a teacher, and she asked if I would print a banner for, for her sixth grade class for the end of the year. And I kind of had a feeling that it wasn't that. But anyway, she asked me to print another banner for her, um, actually the same one that said uh feeling fine since 1989 because it's her 30th birthday Mm. so we uh she had a discussion about how 30 was kind of like creeping up and she didn't feel good about being 30 and then she said she was baby (laughs) she said i'm baby (laughs) and i looked at her and i said 
wait, I'm baby. <laughs> and we both had a moment. Of being baby. If you're baby. baby and I'm baby, then who's in the stroller? Then who's 30? Yeah. She's 30 and I'll be 30. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. Welcome. How do you feel about Devo? Uh, whip it. Yep. <laughs> I guess it is whip it. I guess it is whip No, did you, did you check the mail? Was there any big box that had internet in it? I didn't check. Well, it would be in the, by the front door. So. I didn't see it. Okay, well, we're still waiting patiently for a good internet. Can't you check when it says it'll be delivered? I'm recording my podcast. Didn't you check it all today? Yes. And did it say? No. So then I guess it's not coming. It could have been the past seven minutes. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, dis- despite the sort of the old tired tropes of how people with left hands are sinister and bad, which mm-hmm. goes back to... Uh, I think that's I think that's what Martin Luther was mad about. Mm-hmm. But it's talking about how like left hands are for diddling and the right one goes to work and it's like no, being left-handed means that you're very artsy and a creative genius like me and Kim. It's the, yeah, left side of the, no, the right side of the brain controls the left side, right? That's yeah, I'm sure that's that's a, I hear I always hear that and I'm like that's definitely That's like humans only realizing. use 10% of their actual brain power. Right. But that's because the other 90% is just thinking I'm baby at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyways, wash your hands in the f- three times a day. Oh, it's very, they suddenly get very Ramones for like 30 seconds of this song. Can I give you a spicy Fuego take? Uh, is it that prayer is good? No, it's that the Ramones fucking suck. Do you like any like old punk? I guess not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think you don't. Do you like the Beastie Boys? Beastie Boys are good. Okay, good. But that's because the Beastie Boys, at least, like all their every one of their songs is, are the same, and you always know exactly what word is coming next. But it's like always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the two. So the improv game that I thought we were going to talk about on this episode was going to be Hey Fred Schneider, which is where you you uh, talk like Fred Schneider, and that's kind of the entire game of the B52s. Okay. But we also do fun Beastie Boys rap, which is where you have to rap like the Beastie Boys and everybody who's listening has to like, you have to be like, I went to the store and I bought, uh, and then everybody goes cat. And oh. then the next person's like, and then I went to the baseball field to get, uh, and then everybody hat. goes bat oh, or right. hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very fun because, but also when I'm teaching it to uh, t- the children of tomorrow, I guess today, mm-hmm. um, now a lot of them are like, who is Beastie Boys? Who is Beastie? Who and is also, Beastie and who are his boys? Yeah, but also they they I, extremely don't know who Fred Schneider is, which is more reasonable. I mean, I, I feel like the B-52s gets more name recognition then. But then you then you you say, hello, welcome to college. It wasn't a rock, it was a rock lobster. lobster. And then everybody's like, oh, my favorite song. My favorite song, I love it. What, do you, think, what do you think Praying Hands is about? I think it's about um, you crank your hog. And then you go into to doggy submission, like he says. And then you wash your hands after. It seems like it's saying that it's authoritarian to tell people to wash their hands, which I think rules. It especially after diddling yourself. Yeah. Like <laughs> Like every annotation about this album is like, oh yes, continuing with the uh anarcho primitivist theme in which yeah. uh humans have actually evolved too much. Who would win, your left hand or a blur, an orange blur? (laughs) (laughs) Don't trust the police. All you can trust is your left hand. Yeah. Uh, 
Next up, we have Space Junk. Now, this one's what it says on the tin. It's, um, would it be fucked up if you got killed by Space Junk or what? <laughs> what like, if you saw a pretty lady and then she got hit by the International Space Station? Like, the entire internet, International Space Station. And then I'm you just kind of all burned out about the thing that killed a person right in front of me, and it was a big space meteor. I and hate you it just when that kind happens. of list all the places where all the space junk <laughs> is falling. Yeah, all the places where a meteor could possibly hit. Uh-huh. Texas. Miami. Saudi Arabia. A Soviet Sputnik. So so it was the good um like Soviet one, the first one. Uh-huh. Or or is that saying like it was it was like ineffectual because it came to Earth and killed Sally, who I never touched. Yeah, this is this is a anti communist agitprop. Yeah. <laughs> to say it Oh, you think the Soviet Union had some good things about it? Well it killed my girlfriend. It so. killed my girlfriend Sally. Killed my girlfriend with a big satellite. My girlfriend who's from both um Texas and Kansas died. <laughs> the city is Texas. Texas, Kansas, yeah. Uh-huh. Died due because of space debris. So I do appreciate that a lot of these songs, it's not they're it's very easy on our end to kind of figure out what they're about. Oh yeah. Just what if a, a satellite crushed someone to death? Yeah, would that be fucked up or what? And yeah. I guess it's still like it's the seventies. It's like the Cold War and shit, and people are mad about uh, how much junk is in space. Mm-hmm. So I guess like that could be. I could see that being along the thesis of like, oh, humans have like actually devolved because we're bad in consumerism now, and there's too much garbage in space, mm-hmm. the ozone layer. But then they just sort of put that through the Devo machine, and out comes what if a meteor hit your girlfriend? Space junk, just kind of, kind of that. Yeah. Um, just because you mentioned like the era that this came out in, I was doing because what I my my new gimmick I think is when someone picks for our Patreon picks, I just pick another song that came out that year. Oh, okay. And just looking at 1978 in music is fucking wild because we have this. Is it all just like fucking Frank Sinatra, my sweetie baby music? No, we have. We have this, we have my surprise, my pick, which you'll find out later. Mm. It's just a little foreshadowing. And the fucking, like, Bee Gees were the biggest band in the world. Well, they're good. At the same time that this album came out. Like, that's so weird to me. I do, I've really, for the last two weeks, I've been envisioning just, like, the kind of person that would, like, be a big Devo head in 1978. Yeah. And it's, I, I feel like we say this about every album, but, like, it really does feel like this is, like, if they were born now, they would be weird Twitter guys. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And we wouldn't have good Rugrats music. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. That should like, be I feel like I would music. listen to this if I was like 13 years old in 1978, and I don't think I would like it then. I wouldn't I would like it, but like I'd it say for respect. Yeah, but I'd say it like, yo, that's my f- Devo is my favorite band. Yeah, so I'd be the, I'd be the American Horror Story eating a sandwich and saying this is good, but I'd be like, this is my yeah. favorite song, uh, Come Back Johnny. Yeah. This is my favorite. Man, everybody's listening to fucking Octopus's Garden. They don't know shit about Sloppy I Saw My Baby Getting. Yes! <laughs> um, next up, we have our first problematic. This is up. like, I was really enjoying uh, Space Junk, and I'm sure the producer was like, I'm the producer, and I'm like, hey, Mark, this is pretty good. It's good, weird stuff, Devo. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. Why don't you write a song about whatever you want? Mm-hmm. And then, oh god, no. Uh, this was Devo's debut single. Yeah, it sure was 1978, huh? Not so good. Uh, so the song is called Mongoloid. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. 
And um, I believe what I believe the intention. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a good. difference in intent and impact on this song. Great example. Yeah. Uh, the gist of the song is this guy has Down syndrome, but he enjoys his life. Yeah, I think the most generous reading you can do is that like, hey, in a, you know, in a devolved society, like our mission statement, Mm -hmm. people with certain disabilities might be like less alienated, which is true for some people. You're definitely using a fucking college degree to get to that level of. Yeah. And also there's like some not good, not so good lines in the song about like chromosomes and stuff. Yeah. And it's um, a, it's a, and it's, there's some kind of benevolently whack ideas in this that like people with disabilities are happier because Joker, they don't see how bad society is. Yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, it's, like a, it's a no for me on this one, Mark. Like, yeah, I don't think his life is exactly that simple, Mr. Mark. Uh, yeah. And it sucks because the, there's a really nice, fun, chunky guitar riff on this one. Yep. I got that. And then, and then there's like a future synth at one part. Yeah. And it's like, just take, just make this an instrumental. Yeah, I was, I, and it sucks because this is one of the songs that got stuck in my head over the last two weeks and I had to keep stopping myself and like, I had to be like, what's a pretty, almost any three syllable word might be better. Yeah. Like big tree house, big tree house, uh-huh. get a raise, and me. get a raise. Like anything could be, I just think Mark should maybe have picked a different three syllable word. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, but it's just such a straight, like why i know it's it's not like there's no like big statement to be made it's just kind of saying like look at this guy yeah and it's like but people don't don't care that he has a disability so it's mark saying that it's good and it's like mark you gotta do better than that but yeah i don't know it's unfortunate that it's like somewhat catchy because it's unfortunate that like musically it's a bop yeah um anyway uh should we go into the next track jocko homo yeah the b-side of the earlier song another song that i was worried about when i looked through the track listing yeah which i think this one is like i think it's talking about it in terms of like homo sapiens homo sapiens yeah so yeah. i was like oh okay i i was sweating man.jpg before yeah um and it's where we oh. get the where we get the just... title from we are devo so Sorry, I just, I opened up uh, the Genius page and I didn't notice that it was interpolated uh, by Weird Al Yankovic at some point, this one. Oh, it was in one of his polka... Have you, di- I don't remember, you you haven't really dipped into Weird Al, have you? I, I do appreciate White and Nerdy. Yeah, you have a beating heart, I, so. I've had, I've heard a few of his, like, polka mixes before. Okay. So I'm familiar so that, yeah, with that's those. one of these. And they always, uh... They are so always jams. Yeah, it'll be like him being like, fly me to the moon, uh, Frank Sinatra. And then he'll probably be like, teachers and critics all dance the poot. Mm-hmm. And then that's the reference to, to Jocko Homo, the song. Um, so I look that up and it says, the poot is a dance of mockery, originally coined by an associate <laughs> of Devo bassist Jerry Casal Casali to mock terrible art in the Kent State student galleries. I fucking hate it when I get killed in Fortnite and the guy who killed me starts dancing the poot. The poot. Also, all of these, like, um, I mean, we just kind of made the analogy before that, like, if we were alive when this came out, we'd pretend we liked it. Uh-huh. That extremely seems like that's one of the, those guy things to do, is to be like, all this art 
in college sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Devo. I'm in Devo. If you got to poop, you got to poo-poo or whatever that one lyric is. You've got to poo-poo. You got to take a doopy. You got to, yeah, that, this is art. This is art. This one's yeah, also like, it's another, like, a, this is, this is like their anthem apparently. Like, this is the, when you go to a Devo concert and you're all wearing the funny hat. Um, well, it says we are Devo. Like, yeah, it says, are we not men? We are Devo. Are we not men? D E V O. And it's fun. Are we um, not men? My name a Devo. <laughs> my name a Devo. Um, so that's anything else for this one? Just some, like, I need, I need a, I need a drink. Talk for a second. Okay, there's just a line that says, God made man, but a monkey supplied the glue, and I'm just kind of wondering what he means by that one. Um, it's, it's like, um, I, I, okay, God made man, but monkey, I think what this could be is saying that, um, like, you know the, how they talk about, like, the missing link between, like, ape and, and modern man? Oh, okay. You know, but, and that's Devo. Like, they're the Gotcha. Link. Um... Also, maybe it's just, it's a very Banksy, like, we are, I'm Monkey. So basically, <laughs> basically, I'm, so yeah, basically, basically I'm Devo. Yeah, I'm gonna delete this genius annotation and put in basically I'm Monkey. <laughs> um, well, we're about halfway through this album, so you want to check in yeah. out the, the Patreon? Let's do it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Thrones. If you like, you can donate to us there, and that's how you get, um, you can request an album for us to do. But first, at the $1 level... Uh, you get access to all of our bonus content, which includes words and deeds that I do with Brooks, mm-hmm. and it's about Metal Gear Solid. We just did our Metal Gear Solid One Part One. Otacon, nice bud. Um, that's that's uh, you don't need to listen to it now because that's basically it. yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, also, Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim. Hey, what are we watching this month? Um, Papa's Penguins. We need to do that this week. Yeah, because we'll be on you, not only you get to do it this week. July, we'll be on vacation. Yes. Um, at $5 a month you get all that plus you can send in a message for us uh, to read on air uh, we do have one this week from mm-hmm. uh, Tumblr user and PGOT Discord mod Claudius Polcare. Oh, thank you. Uh, this one says um, this album is very important to one of my best friends so Devin when I make you listen to this know that I love you and your presence in my life has been a soothing constant since 5th grade thank you Devin. <laughs> Thank you, Devin. We are um, Devin. Um, and so, yeah, you'll get uh, a special shout-out in episodes. Uh, this week's special user is, uh, once again, back up to the uh, shout-out tier, uh, friend of the show, Josh Veal on Patreon. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Great icon. Great icon. Um, you can pop into the latest HKIP if you want to hear Josh agree with me. On subjects, we are not contaminating one of our prod our <laughs> our podcasts. Oh yeah, it's quarantined over there. We're not talking about yeah. it. Yeah, that was like the the ex- the like exclusion zone, and uh-huh. here it's only Devo. <laughs> um, and at ten dollars a month, you'll get all that plus special user status in Discord, and we'll create a Fire Pro wrestling monster, um, for you. While we're on the the Patreon subject as as you may have heard us talk about my bad internet uh we did try the first p got family game night yes and it was a disaster i couldn't be the kong i did get a win early everyone on. else had fun except me that's true um, 
and, and he hung and, out in the chat for like an hour and and probably the people who i said i would stream it for but as we mentioned my my new router is in is is in route right now so new, new game night soon and it'll work this time mm-hmm. and we'll like it um let's i feel like that's just... a very pgot thing to do is be like okay let's plan this fun community activity and it's just a fucking disaster yeah we're like hey let's all go to philadelphia <laughs> yeah and, and back a room in with 12 more people than we i'm were sure only four have. people will show up to the smash lobby and i'll be able to handle it <laughs> it's you know it's hard being popular it's hard having so many fans who we all appreciate thank you patreon.com slash postgamerthrones thank you i'm just saying that pharrell williams in his song happy this is a music podcast so where this is where we're talking about it he mm-hmm. says clap along if you feel like a room without a roof so you don't need a roof according to pharrell what's the next song you don't need but he says a room with that so i think it was originally a room and right it... but he's not like clap along if you feel like a a ditch because the Listen, roof. I'm, is I'm on your. I'm on your. I'm trying. I'm trying to help you. Sorry, like, it's it's hard to not lash out when when the haters have been I'm, coming. I'm on here. your side on this. I'm I'm beginning to be on your side. I'm nice. like starting to. So for I'm those of you who are listening to this episode in like 2023, there yeah. was a big discussion in 2019 about whether a pool is a room, and it is. It was a big discussion. Everyone on Twitter was talking about it. Yeah, I've since published a, an an academic thesis about it. I'm sure. So just look that up. Mm. uh next up we have too much paranoias i like this one uh this song is rock and roll mcdonald's yeah did (laughs) you did you know that this is like there's this is based on like a burger king theme oh yeah the hold the pickles hold the lettuce thing Uh uh-huh are were you familiar with that by chance i i I, it's like an old it's like before our time but i I believe I, i am familiar with Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, something, something. Special orders don't up, don't us don't upset, don't upset us. us. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. Yeah, I had no idea that this was like a thing, but I, I went I back and watched King. this old Burger King commercial. It's the most wild thing I've ever seen in my life, and I wish commercials were like this now. I only know the Burger King slogan as "Have it in a way." Right. So, Spubby E Freef is the Spubby only thing E-Freef. I know. Freef. I just America, I can't America run no dun dun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. It's just because now all commercials are like, uh, if it's a Burger King commercial, it's like there's like a large man sitting next to you, and he it's awkward, and then he you look over and he's wearing a Burger King mask, and it's mm-hmm. funny, it's awkward, it's, it's the office. But this one was just like a family going to Burger King, and somebody the guy was like, "Yeah, can I have no onions?" And the lady just starts singing at him for a whole minute. That's what happens you... at Cold Stone Creamery, though. Yeah, it's yeah, it's where they got the inspiration for Cold Stone Creamery, and it's real good. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this is I found out that uh Gerald Casal of Devo was like in a band before Devo, but he got kicked out because he kept trying to put uh fast food jingles into songs, and I'm not kidding. That rules. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> it's pretty sick. Um but also kind of like this this song like is what i thought devo sounded like yeah first of all i like that because it's like it's it's uh even the music is like it's on theme because it's like spooky it's like a Mm -hmm. scary guitar like we were talking in vampire times like no music existed but listening to it now it's kind of like very banky to be like capitalism mcdongles 
Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was made in like 1846. So like, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Back in when we were kids, we enjoyed a tasty McDonald's, but kids today would rather have a Mick USB dongle. Something to think about. Damn, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> there is too much paranoias. Did I tell the story on one of our um, podcasts where I, I got a 20-piece nuggets and the lady was like, you should have just got two 10-pieces because it's cheaper. Like the McDonald's I, I think you told me about that, but I'm so sorry still. Because she shamed me for not saving Oh, and now you can never cents. go back? Is that the thing? Yeah, now I can never go back there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel this. I have too much paranoia about McDonald's now mm-hmm. as well. Because that lady might be there and she'll be like, I remember the time you didn't save money. <laughs> I got shit. Yeah, and I'm buying these twenty nuggets to share with Kim. And the I only the only reason to, the only reason to ever go in there is to win the fun quarter drop thing where you win a free prize and then she's wrong. Um, did you ever win anything on like the McDonald's Monopoly? No, I didn't ever. I wasn't like old enough to go to McDonald's by myself when that was. I'm, I think it still happens regularly, but like. Mm-hmm. When I knew about it, I was, like, 10. So I could only I be, like, once a week. some, like, internal scandal where, like, a McDonald's guy hoarded all the pieces that was, like, you need this one for a million dollars. Pretty and he good. Just, like, stole all them. Anyway, that's, um... Did you ever win, a win like, a free fries? Yeah, probably, like, I saved enough to get, like, you get a free, like, Happy Meal or something, but... Mm-hmm. Um... Next up, what do we have? Hey, Mark, it's me, your producer again. Tell you what, Too Much Paranoia was great. Go ahead and write one more song about whatever you Oh, Gut Feeling Slap Your Mammy? Uh-huh. Well, don't say Mammy. And it just, it's, he, he literally, he slapped this one on the end of the song. It, it did, yeah. Like, Gut Feeling is cool. I like Gut Feeling. And then it's just like 30 seconds of like, slap your mammy and your pappy or whatever. Yeah. And like, it does seem like that most people just like interpret like that he, he just means like mom, not like the racist controlling image. Uh huh. But it's like, Mark, you know, there are other words for that, right? You could say mommy. Like... I'm looking up another song by the famous, um, band of Queen. And uh-huh. they have a song called Tie Your Mother Down. Okay, yes, I have heard of this. This song rips, and I just want to kind of want to check. See if it's like He says Mammy in this one, too. Damn. I I need to do a a comparative essay on these, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, this is about, like, parents are, like, overbearing. It's it's also about honking off, though. It is also about honking off. This is according to the Devo fandom wiki. Okay, but... Is what parts about honking? They just said it is. Okay. I went to the Devo fandom wiki about this, and the first note is like, this one's about beeping it. Okay. And I was like, okay. Because I, I guess it's, cause it's about like, because the end, I guess, is like you're disrespecting your parents if you mm-hmm. if you do that. It does, And that I all I heard was like the slap your mammy and your pappy. Apparently there are like interspersed oh move it up and down nows <clears throat> so yes yes yes. i missed that on my two or three oh, yeah, this, listens is, this is the this one song. that has like the fun instrumental it it really goes from like best to worst on this song yeah it's got the Could great you... instrumental intro intro for like two minutes and There's then like a it... piano in it yeah oh, it's... it's sick mm-hmm. um and then it just goes like 
completely off the rails near the end. But it's it's a it's a theme because earlier we talked about praying hands and how you should listen to your mom and dad ironically. Mm-hmm. And then here's how you can also use your hands to disrespect your mom and dad and your surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that in the mosh pit. Um next up we have Comeback Johnny. You which you might think when you read it is Joni, but no, it's Johnny and it's about John F Kennedy apparently. Um hey Devo, you know the new sound you're looking for? <laughs> Get a load of this. Uh-huh. It's a fucking Johnny B. Good goof. So. It is. He does straight up say Johnny B. Good on it. And which is one of the other four songs that existed in 1978. And he, he bought himself a guitar and he's going to go far. So, mm-hmm. Which is Bruce Springsteen heard this and he was like, oh my god, music. This Was this at the same time as Bruce Springsteen? When did fucking... Let's see... Bruce I am imagining child Bruce Springsteen, and I do like to think about it. Well, he looks exactly the same, but he has a huge, uh, like, leather jacket. Yeah. He looks fucking cool. Um, yeah, 1972. Yeah, he was, like, a grown-up. So... Because he was born in 49. Asbury, greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, came out in 1973. So, there you go. Damn. This song is apparently obliquely about the JFK assassination, which I would like to see the Devo fandom wiki and also Genius show their work on that one. Well, okay, so here's uh, John F. Kennedy. Now that part I get. The main character is Johnny. That's a that's a synonym and metaphor for John John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. That I'm I'm with you. I do see there is one part where it says Johnny jumped into his son and drove out on the expressway. So that's a car. He did die in a car. Um, but then he just sort of says he went head on into a semi and now his girlfriend is sad. Mm-hmm. Just like JFK did. <laughs> just like JFK. Okay, okay. When, I'm, when the parade got hit by a big Sonic Adventure 2 truck and he died. Uh-huh. And his head just did that and his girlfriend was very sad. His girlfriend was very sad. I guess Mark was right on this one. Damn, he got us again. I mean, we didn't live through it. He did, so. Yeah. I guess oh, yeah. And then, and, then, and then in the outro, uh, Mark just starts singing, his head just did that. <laughs> His head, his head, his head, just did Next up, we have Sloppy, I Saw My Baby Getting. Now, this is the one we we trudged through all the problematic titles, and we finally made it. I do, I, I do, this is on Genius, but there is a typo in the title if you see it. Yeah, I, I, I saw that late last night when I was doing my notes for this. And I had, I made a brook-shaped hole in the wall trying, going to the Wikipedia offices to make sure that this was a typo and not really how Devo spelled it. Because on Genius is listed as, I saw my baby getting. <laughs> how was Devo formed? How does Johnny make a life? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cersei is mother's ball. Yes. <laughs> so, this one uh, is apparently a, about uh, having sex. Yeah, I, I figured to... that from the the miss the whole the whole miss the whole section. Well, if you did miss it, section. you can go to yeah. I think I missed the whole, and you can go to the annotation, and it, it does have a picture of literally a French fry inside of a donut. Scary movie three that uh-huh. can sort of walk you through what Mark is referencing here. This is a tongue in cheek euphemism for sex. I don't know if you caught on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of. Tongue in cheek, funny. Yeah. Q, are we mo- not men? Answer: We are horny. So. <laughs> are we horny or are we dancer? Yeah. Yes. 
Um, this is the one where he just does Adam Sandler voice, right? If I, if I don't remember specifically a Sandler voice, but you're the expert on that front. So. Yeah, I guess you you and Kim haven't launched that spinoff podcast yet. Yeah, you. Hey, Kim, when we're done with um, Carry Me Home, you want to do an Adam Sandler podcast? No! You can call it Adam Slander. It's my name. You'd like it. Adam Slander? Brooks wants us to call it? No. Why not? Thanks. We talked about this. See, I told you. We, we talked about thanks, and we can't do it because he was in... Um, thanks, thanks. Because he was in um, my favorite movie. Who was? Forrest Gump. Who was Tom Hanks? Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, like, what's wrong with doing it? Then I would have to watch Forrest Gump. What's your favorite movie, you said? I was lying. We did this bit earlier. I'm sorry, but you weren't here. <laughs> Good night. Good night. But you can watch uh, Saving Priving Ryman. We could watch Saving Prime and Ryman. No. Why not? not you just said you wanted to do a comic. <laughs> no, I lied. I, what I meant to say was I, I want to do um, a Bill Murray one. Okay, I could go for Groundhog's Day. Said Bill Murray. You said Bill Murray. Kind of a what about Bob podcast. What about anymore? Pod? You don't want to do podcasts anymore? No. Unless it's Adam Sandler movies. No! <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll workshop. We'll get we'll yeah. get around to it. We'll get Kim on board for our eventual Will Ferrell podcast and we'll all watch Semi Pro and like it. I I think it was good. Do you really? I don't know. Like off the top of my head. You just like to see Andre 3000. I did. Okay. Like 95% of me thinking that is that Andre 3000 was in it. Yeah. That's the one. I didn't enjoy the movie and I was 15. So I was on board for pretty much whatever. And Will Ferrell still let me down. But I did get to see Andre Benjamin 3000 in the movie. Class of 3000. And I liked that part. I did. Yeah. I, I did like him in it. Anyway, this song. Anyways, Mark does Adam Sandler voice in this one because he's like, Schlappy, Schlappy, I think I missed the hole. And it's like, okay. it's very, it's very like lunch lady Adam Sandler. Okay. Funny. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with the characters, the Saturday Night Live characters of Adam Sandler, but I do okay. know a few of his songs where he, he does that. Sort of Opera Man or his, uh, his little Nicky voice, which is just the absolute pits. Yeah. <laughs> For fucking 90 minutes, dude. For an entire... I mean, he got the length down. I'm the main character, and you're gonna pay $12 to listen to this the whole time. That's awesome. Really good. Uh, do you want to go on to the last song in this album, Shrivel Up? I earnestly love this one. This is the one I kept coming back to. It's weird because this, this is the one song on the album where he sings differently. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't sound like the rest of them. But it's fun. It sounds like you're in like a drippy Super Mario Nintendo cave the whole song. Uh-huh. And it's like very bizarre and weird. And it's like, you can't go back. You can't go back. God says I, so. I do like, um, it's a God-given law that you're going to get small. I'm like, buddy, I've always been small. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's reality for me. Like, uh-huh. Um, there is yeah. a lot of being small in this one. Being small, being, not, not necessarily being Mark baby. Mark likes like, to be tiny. Hi, baby. Kim's baby. But being, like, not men, but being other. Mm-hmm. Or being Devo or monkeys or babby or sloppy getting baby. It's a godsend and, and, and to you know, be this... eaten by a 50-foot-tall woman. A love shack baby! <laughs> um, further, more... Um, kind of evidence that this song is about me is he says you got a pooty poo poo he does yeah i kind of 
my computer trackpad acted on its own and did scroll down to that immediately my first time through this and saw time tested and time tested and true you got a potty poo poo mm-hmm. pretty like, funny he knows he knows what's up pretty much every day he's right um, we are we are devo damn <laughs> hypothesis <laughs> synthesis potty poo poo <laughs> um and it ends with shrivel up Devo. So is that like the saying like we Devo, who we are, answer, are all gonna shrivel up and get very small, or other people need to shrivel up like Devo and like become Other people need to become six inches tall. Yeah. That'd be pretty Maybe cool. that's that makes sense because like people, as we know them right now, consume a lot. Mm-hmm. And Devo doesn't like that. The ozone layer, it's going away. It's 1978. Mm-hmm. But if everybody was six inches tall. We'd have a lot more, like, food and, like. Yeah. A car would be really big. And if there was just one big, sexy, 500 pound, 500 tall, foot tall. Stinky woman. Stinky woman who laid huge eggs on us. Who laid huge eggs and then got babby sloppy. I think that's like, what Devo's singing about. I think we figured it out. It only took about 82 years, but someone finally cracked this album, and I'm glad it could be Uh us. And it's at the top of the list. You can't get pissed. Yep. (laughs) There you go. It's rule number one. You're going to lose your maw. Maw is a name for, like, a big mouth. Just putting that Mm -hmm. out there. Okay. I'm, yeah. We're going to have to do a collaborative work on this one and really do an expansive look into... Yeah, all we have the, we've given ourselves a lot of homework this All week. the various themes such as a large woman destroying yeah. you from space. Yeah, um, we'll do that and then we'll figure out um how many racisms Freddie Mercury did. Mhm. Um and that's, that's, that's <laughs> Anyways, that's statement. it. That's the mission statement of fun point. How many racisms did Freddie Mercury <laughs> specifically himself <laughs> Um Despite uh, the issues we brought up, I did enjoy listening. It was, yeah. like, fun. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was, like, you could, like, there were, dis- yeah, despite the the problematic, like, elements of some of the lyrics, there were, there was, like, any song that I popped on in the last week or two, like, it was like, oh, this one, this one's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Thank you. Uh, I believe Tufster McGee sent this one in. Yeah, thank if you. If I'm wrong, sorry, but I believe that <laughs> I, I second what you said. I have no evidence, but I believe it. Um, shall we move on to Slap City? I think we should. Uh, you, I, believe, uh, I was first. Week. You're going first this week. I'm, you I'm first this week. Um, as I mentioned before, I looked. I wanted to pick a different song from the same year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the late 70s were a very wild time for music because I did. And I, I think I knew it, but I never really thought about this. I thought of this group as more of an 80s band. Okay. But apparently late 70s, they were at it. And I am picking for my... It's finally about time we get them on the list. I am going with Judas Priest. All right. And the song I'm putting on Slap City is Hellbent for Leather. Yeah. Wheels, I the steel and the flash of light. Streams, 
Now that sounds just like a Judas Priest song. Well, yep. Um, and you can guess exactly what it's about. He wants leather. I am surprised to hear that they were around in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just take a quick look when the their first album came out. They got okay. This is a lot of them. I'm guessing like seventy six. They probably started or something. But um, yeah, Judas Priest, Hellbent for Leather. It's it's good. Maybe one day we'll re- we'll visit uh, Judas Priest oh, yeah? in, in full. But I'm kind of I'm kind of torn because British Steel is like their famous album, but mm-hmm. um, Painkiller is the greatest song of all time, ah, uh, and it has the best album art of all time. You know, if you so, if it's really like if it's if it's an unsolvable problem, I'm I'm agreeable to doing what we did with Ghost, which is where it, you're like it's this album, but also go listen to this one song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so that's my pick, Hellbent for Leather. It's good. <laughs> so for mine, I'm I didn't go back quite as far, but mm-hmm. I did want to because like I'm gonna in over the next two years I'm gonna make you go listen to Bob Dylan and like the the bad band of the Doors probably. Oh no, stuff okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm I only went back to the 90s and I went back to okay I'm familiar with that time the oldest time that I can remember which is like it's like 1998 mm-hmm. I'm driving around in my car with me mom mm-hmm. and um and we're listening to Delilah hey uh Kim Brooks is talking about listening to Delilah on the radio listening to what Delilah like Fazer no like the talk show lady you like oh my delilah like delilah her what does she what does she could play the piano and give life advice kim has been on this thing about delilah playing the piano because i heard piano in the background <laughs> and i'm convinced that she was the one playing it she was probably the one playing it she's really good she's very talented she's so. pretty good mm-hmm. so so the so, thing the thing about delilah is she delilah has only heard three songs in her mm-hmm. whole life and you can call into Delilah on the radio and you can be like, hey, I'm things with my significant other are going well. And then or not case, she'll well. play the song where it's like, I hope you dance. Yeah. And then if you're like, if, if things aren't going good, then uh, she'll play this song, which is my pick for Slap City. Uh-huh. And it's That Don't Impress Me Much by Shania Twain. Okay. Okay. So you're a rocket scientist. That don't impress me much. So you got the brains, but have you got the touch? Now don't get me wrong, yeah, I think you're alright. But that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. That don't impress me. This song fucking kick. It was one of the first, because I was like five when I would listen to it all the time with my mom. And it's probably one of the first songs in my life that I was like, this is good. Okay. It's the one where she's like, so, so you're, you're a rocket, rocket scientist. That don't, it's so good. That don't impress me much. That's a Brooks pick. Kim likes it. Good pick. Thank you. Um, Slap City. It's our, our playlist. You, there's a link to it in the episode. Um, let's go on to questions. Um, you can send us an ask on Tumblr at funpointcast com or send us an email at funpointcast at gmail.com. Um, let's see. First one comes from, ooh, Tuffster McGee, who sent in this album. 
Yep, confirmed. Confirmed. I can't, I can't believe I sent you the only Devo album before they discovered keyboard synthesizers and then stopped playing any other instruments. Imagine the rest <laughs> of their music is the same wacky sounds, but covered with beep boops, because that's what it is. Yeah, that's what, what I imagined it to be. And I guess yeah, I'm right, sense. but... This is a good this is a good pick because it's a it's easy to like if you like this then listen to this cuz I feel like mm-hmm. Devo is one of those bands that have like 72 albums. Yeah. I yeah, they would they sure. I I think the song already existed but like the only like their one song they played for like Futurama's 100th episode and it's like all beeps and boops and it's like it's a beautiful world mm. as like Bender's dancing and it's funny. Yeah. I do I'm very appreciative that like this is the album that we got because if I ever run into like a rogue Devo head and they're like, hey, name your favorite Devo album or I'll fucking kill you. You can be like, question, are we dancers or are we Yeah, and they'll be like, Oh, I respect you because that's the cool pick. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not whatever album whip it's on. Yeah. Um next, this I I don't wanna get too ahead of myself but this might be one of my favorite questions we've ever gotten on the show okay is it devo obama it's not devo obama that is pretty good thank you Uh, this one comes from tumblr user magnificent sap caddy who asked uh i recently found out that my mom's friend has listened to the song crocodile rock at least twice a day every day for the past 30 plus years (laughs) when i asked her why she simply responded it's a pretty good song can i say uh-huh. She's right. Do either of you have any songs you could n- physically never get sick of? First of all, I do want to say I have considered putting Crocodile Rock on Slop City before. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of Elton's best hits. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not a tiny dancer, but... Yeah, it's, you know. I've seen, I don't think I've mentioned this. Don't go breaking my heart. I've seen Elton John in concert more than literally anybody uh-huh but that's just because uh elton john is my mom's favorite and like oh, she's i thought, you, like, I thought you were gonna say because you're a big billy joel head and he just also was always kind of that was my first concert dueling pianos and it was uh-huh. pretty good except uh-huh. for when the billy joel was doing solo stuff and he was like i'm gonna play this song called zanzibar that nobody knows. it's like awesome zanzibar. cool thanks okay fucking scenes from an italian restaurant 25 minutes yeah uh-huh. fucking I, uptown girl whatever i don't i don't think i could have I, I don't think I would listen to a song that often forever. I, I don't think I could listen to a song twice a day, every day for the past 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, the mom's friend is like the the post on the, oh, that old 4chan post that was like, I went into my, I went to my friend's house and when he went to the bathroom, I went on his computer and opened Lincoln his Park iTunes, in the end. And it was only 000. in the end and it was like 60,000 plays. Yeah. It was like, I like the song. Like I, so there's some days out of like just forgetfulness or like not realizing it that i don't even like eat two times mm-hmm. like i don't even know how i could listen to crocodile rock have you listened to it though it is pretty good it is pretty good i'll throw it on after, after now this I've, episode. I've only listened to the song for maybe one year tops and i haven't listened to it twice a day but i gotta say in terms of fun point lore I dip into Dr. Jones Aqua pretty regularly. It is pretty good, baby. And it still, it still hits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn, Dr. Jones be hitting. Like, it does. And I will, I think my closest, this is, uh, this is one's for the gamers. Mm-hmm. So every time, like for the first like four years that I did improv, mm-hmm. when I would get nervous before a big show, I had this thing where before every show I would listen to Pollyanna, I Believe in You, the Earthbound soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
And I, if I had to listen to any song twice a day for the, for the next 30 years, it would probably be that one. Cause it's really good. And it's just somebody singing to you about how it's good to believe in yourself and to be Ness. And it's like, yeah, I, it is. I don't listen to it twice a day, but every time I, it comes up, I do enjoy it. And I have to listen to it in its entirety. Superman Goldfinger. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm already like halfway there probably in terms of years of how long it's been out not twice a day but i think you know give me another 15 i'll be like yeah yeah if i was playing tony hawk's pro skater every day for the last 30 years you probably would listen to it twice a day and you'd like it yeah exactly now the genius answer for this one is like if you want to break the game and not have any fun you say i think the what i would listen to twice a day is uh fucking johnny cage's 433 yeah fuck you and that's that's the genius answer because you don't you won't get tired of it because it's it's silent. silent. Thank you. Very funny. Um, funpointcast at gmail dot com. Funpointcast at tumblr dot com. Uh, now it is my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I this might next fun point might be in three weeks because yeah because you're coming to house. Oh, I'm coming to house, and we're I don't think Kim is gonna want it sit while we just talk about yeah i think we could like hang out and not do it (laughs) we can hang out and maybe not do a podcast maybe kim maybe we could like watch jojo and kim could be there and she'd like it maybe if we watch like the penultimate episode of jojo part five with kim she would understand and like yeah she would definitely know know what's going on anyway this is my pick um so i remember your last pick marina diamonds Uh uh-huh um i remember you saying it was very like a tumblr kind of yeah uh, this, I, I don't, I was never got like deep into Tumblr that much, but I always feel like this is kind of just a five years later version of maybe what, like the zeitgeist of that, of the Marina album. Okay. Kind of a more updated version for the modern era. Okay. So this is if um, 2012 Tumblr was in 2017 ish. Yes. They would be all over um, this album. And I don't, I, I know. A few people in Pigot family enjoy this group. I don't know if you listen to them, though. Okay, I was going to um, guess, like, fucking Lord or something, so I guess that's no, wrong. No, no, Lord. Um, so on the next episode of Fun Point, we'll be listening to the 2016 album Bonito Generation. Okay. From Caro Caro Bonito. I've heard of them. Okay. It's very good. I did um, think that Caro Caro Bonito was a video game. But I'm you're glad thinking of Doki Doki, Doki Panic. That probably is what I'm thinking of. Yep. Oh, um, their 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 name's meaning is intentionally ambiguous. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm not gonna tell you much about it. I just want you to go in and just, just kind of enjoy. In it. And... K- K- hey, brisk. Thirty six minutes, twelve songs. Ooh, thank you very much. You are welcome. Mm, I'm delicious. Gonna, I'm doing this now because I'm probably gonna kill you on the next one. <laughs> Yeah, I did the hard one last time. Uh huh. So we'll yeah, easy and hard. We'll switch it out every now and then. Yeah. So in three... so you're not trying to trick me with Caro Carabonito. No, I'm, I'm not trying to trick you. I think you'll like it. I it's think I'll master this one. Yeah, you, the trampoline mastered. Um. Uh-huh. So yeah, we'll see you in probably three weeks? Question mark maybe. Um. Yada yada boys scheduled same place next week. From what I understand, it's going off right now. It's, yeah, I haven't watched the last episode yet, but I am. Me neither, but I saw that people are mad, so I bet so it's, it's good. So it's probably really good. It's probably nothing. Um, yeah, 
give me some reggae. Uh, give me some reggae. Semper funny to us. Semper funny to us. See you later, question mark. Soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>